Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of Outtakes. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest. It's our last episode of the year, so who better to join us than our CEO, Jeremy Mail? Thanks, Lindsay. Uh, great to be on the uh, podcast. So as we kind of wrap up the year and think about a lot of the new content we have coming up for 2020, one of the first things that we're going to do is start leaning a little bit more into people in the industry, our executives, and really grow what we're talking about on the podcast. So today we're going to talk a little bit more about Jeremy's career, his history in the industry, and then, of course, what he's excited for most about Outfront in 2020. So the first thing is, Jeremy, how did you get into the out-of-home business? So thanks for the question, Lindsay. Uh, When I graduated, I went to the Middle East for a while, and I came back to the UK and um, got involved in the coffee industry, and that took me to Hamburg in Germany. And one day I was working in Hamburg, and uh, my boss came over to me and said, look, we want you to move to Warsaw. And I thought, you know what, I'm not certain I want to move to Warsaw. So uh, that weekend, because that was on a Friday, so that weekend um, I bought a copy of the Sunday Times because at that moment, I mean, most people on this uh, podcast won't remember, but actually the place that you found jobs was in the newspaper. And uh, I saw this job advertised, and it just sounded interesting. Cutting a long story short, um, I applied for that job. Um, There's a longer story around it, and I've actually told this to uh, some of the markets as I've been going around, but um, I got offered the job, and that was to work for... um, TDI, which was a transport advertising company that had just, was just about to win the rights to London, uh, London Underground and all of London's buses. So uh, they were already operating in New York. So um, that, was a, that was my first job uh, in, in Out of Home. TDI, I feel like when I think about Outfront's history, um, that name pops up very early on. So it sort of is part of our history, too. It is very much part of our history. Yeah, that's been, uh, you know, it's a a founding um, part of Outfront um, Media. And, you know, as we'll talk about maybe in a minute, it was really, it was that business that then went on to become part of CBS um, uh, through, you know, um, multiple uh, acquisitions. So uh, that, and that's how I, um, you know, had a lot of contacts in CBS. So when this opportunity came up, um, that was, uh, that was the foundation for that. What has kept you in out of home for so many years? I suppose from my, my own point of view, um, I guess I'd have to say personal development because, you know, I, I went from, um, TDI, which was a terrific, com- a terrific company, very entrepreneur, uh, very entrepreneurial, um, I was then invited to join the board of um, JC Decoe, obviously a preeminent uh, uh, out of home company also. And uh, I looked after their business in uh, Northern Europe and Australia and the UK. Um, but that was, I guess, joining the board of um, a public company for me was quite significant. And also, it was when I joined, it was a private company. So we then actually IPO'd that business. So the learning for me. Um, was substantial and uh, in a lot of ways it was that learning and the public company aspect and the investor management uh, piece of it that that prepared me for my then next change which was uh, when uh, I was invited by CBS to come over and and head up the business here and obviously uh, be responsible for you know splitting it off um, uh, to where we are now as a as an independent um, independent public listed company I think um, 
So if that's one aspect of it, it's the personal uh, development. I think the other is actually a genuine love of this medium. Uh, When I first got involved um, in the industry, I looked around and everyone that I met had been in the business 20 years and, you know, 30 years, whatever it was. And they all said to me, look, Jeremy, you're just like the newbie, okay? But if you get this business, you'll be in it forever. And I thought at the time, no, I'm sure I'll be sort of moving on. I've been in construction, I've been in coffee, and now as a media. But you know what? They were absolutely right. Um, this medium, it kind of, if, if it gets you, it gets you. And um, I continue to love the medium today. And you know what? Right the way through, because we're going back to 1994, it makes me feel very old. So I'm now <laughs> 25 years in this industry. But right the way through, there's not been another media or medium that I've wanted to uh, be part of outside of Out of Home. It's an amazing story. And I know that for me, when I look around, Outfront in particular, there are so many people who've been here for so many years, and it's probably, for me, one of the first places I've worked where I see why people have stayed for so long and that there really is that longevity um, in people's careers. So I think it's spectacular that we can hear from you about how why you've stayed in the industry. But I do know that we have a lot of young people within our company, and when you get to hear from your CEO or any executive leadership, one thing that's always very interesting and such a a learning that people don't always get to ask is if you were starting out in the industry or your career in general, what is a piece of advice you'd give to someone who's newer to out of home, who's trying to gain momentum and kind of move up the ladder? What, um, what would you say? Well, one of my very first, um, bosses said to me, he had a, um, a saying and that was sort of bite off more than you could chew and chew like heck. Okay, and I've always tried to live by that principle. So, in other words, always think, well, you know, there's nothing we can't do. Okay, and there's nothing I personally can't do. But the only way that you make that happen is to you've got to ask, and you've got to you've got to show that you know you have that desire to move, and you have to have the courage to ask your boss and say, look, um, what's my what's my next um, progression. How or how can I prepare myself to be better for the next progression? Because not everything's just going to come at you. Sometimes you have to, you know, you have to do things yourself. And one of those things is to make sure that you're you're in a position whereby you're going to be chosen for that uh, for that future progression. Thank you for that. I think that that is that's very good for everyone to hear and for people to kind of aspire to and to allow them to grow and pursue things beyond um, maybe what's specifically in their job description to fuel that growth. So when we apply that same thinking maybe to out front um, and looking toward next year in 2020, we're obviously coming off a banner few years, really, a few quarters, as we've talked about so many times on our all-hands calls and on investor calls. Um, what what are you looking forward to most? Where are you kind of trying to push the company for 2020? Yeah, um, it has been, it's really been a great sort of 18 months, two years. Um, as, you, as you suggested, Lindsay, and we've, 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 we've talked about that um, on a number of our calls. But just to say again, I'm very proud of um, all of the work that uh, everyone's put in to get us where we are today. Um, as we come to the end of this year, you know, our revenues are going to be leading the industry 
and in terms of thought leadership, we're also leading the industry. So um, a really, really uh, great place to be. Now, as we all know, the, the, the main problem with being a public company is you're only as good as your next year rather than your last year. So now we're at that you know, stage where we're looking forward and thinking, okay, so what is it, you know, how, how can we, uh, how can we uh, grow um, again from here? And what is it that you know, we, we can all do to, um, uh, to maintain that success and that momentum? Because I think having sort of enjoyed it for the last 18 months, I don't, you know, I, the, the thought of not having that, do you know what I mean? You just want to bottle it and, uh, and carry it forward. So as I look at next year, uh, it seems that from a macro point of view, um, any of the concern, or not any of the concern, but most of the concern um, about um, recession or otherwise seems to have been lifted uh, right now. That's not to say that, you know, as we go into an election year, all sorts of things could happen that we can't see right now. And the old uh, expression of uh, a week's a long time in politics, I mean, it certainly seems to be um, both sides of the pond right now. So, uh, so who knows about that? But if we assume that we're in a, in a you know, reasonable uh, macro environment, environment um, we go into uh, next year, I think, in a great place. We've built some amazing assets this year that we're going to continue to benefit from uh, next year. So all of the digital build-out that we've already done in terms of digital billboards this year, we, we, we installed this year, well, it's going to be around 180, something like that, which is the most we've done for a while. And we've obviously done some spectacular um, build-out uh, on the MTA and um, a couple of other transit systems. So we're going to keep building digital next year. We're going to benefit from the digital that we put in this year. And it's very, very exciting when you start think, thinking about uh, the transit build-out where, as I mentioned on uh, the last call, you know, we're going to be starting to build, build out in car. So we're going to have some great new, uh, uh, great new products um, uh, to sell. I think the, the work we've done in terms of um, linking our brand to... Um, uh, to mobile and social um, in our particularly in our local markets, and actually the um, the the work that we've done in terms of um, uh, training and development, I think we've done our local markets makes us as a as a as a group of people, if you like, much better armed to go out and grow in our local markets. Um, you know, faster than um, uh, faster certainly than our competitors, and. You know, we grew, I think, in local about ten percent this year, and if we can just do the same thing next year, I mean, that would be um, that would be spectacular. So, um, in addition to that, I think as we continue to develop our tech platform, you know, tech's difficult. Um, I was talking to uh, one of our main competitors the other day, uh, same sort of thing. Um, in fact, it was, and, and I said, look, it's hard to try and be a tech company, and, and in some ways that's, that's what we're trying to do. But I do think that we can make some uh, significant strides uh, next year, um, particularly as we, um, as we get our, um, our core systems, if you like, fit, uh, fit, for, uh, fit for purpose over the next few months so we can bolt on, um, we can bolt on um, the new pieces that really will drive us forward. So, um, you know, 2020, I, I, I think some of it will be, um, be the same again. Some of it will be about, you know, just having, if you like, I think the best team of people working hard, working smart, you know, well-trained, um, and, as I say, continued investment by the company uh, in our growth. 
That's great. And I think so many exciting things to come for 2020, which is great for everyone listening. And we will start to see and feel as we go through the year. So because this is our sort of end of year chat, it's our final podcast of the year. It would be remiss to not talk about the holidays a little bit. Um, Do you have any holiday plans that you'd want to share? Happily, yes. Um, The kids are at boarding school in uh, the UK. Uh, Actually, they're with us right now, so they've come over. um, They've come over to Connecticut to to be with us uh, for a week or two. But then we're all going to ship back as a family right just before uh, just before um, the Christmas Day, and uh, have Christmas with uh, friends and uh, family in London. Oh, that's great, and it's so fun. As always, thank you to everyone listening, and thank you, Jeremy, for taking time out of your schedule to join this week. Thanks very much, uh, Lindsay, and I'd like to say um, happy holidays to all of our teams across the country. Have a wonderful break, and uh, look forward to catching up with everyone in the new year. Until next time, over and out.